Hey everybody, Tyler Smith here with another entry in my movie collection series. No video this time, unfortunately. So, uh, we're continuing the idea, and by the way, you can probably tell I'm a little bit under the weather, so my voice isn't what it could be. Uh, so, uh, continuing our series on Oscar nominees, uh, today we will be talking about The Wolf of Wall Street, which came out in uh, 2013, which I'm sure many of you saw. It's a Martin Scorsese film, uh, and I know most of you, if not all of you, are Scorsese fans. So, uh, so I might just be, you know, totally preaching to the choir here, but one of the reasons that I wanted to talk about it is because of, uh, The Revenant, which, uh, for which Leonardo DiCaprio will probably win his best actor Oscar, uh, finally at long last. Um, and one thing about The Revenant that is interesting is that it's, it's his performance in that is, is mostly wordless, uh, it's it's primarily a physical performance, and I didn't really think of Leonardo DiCaprio as a particularly physical actor. Uh, not that he was, you know, really stiff on screen or anything like that, but it's just not something I thought of until I saw Wolf of Wall Street, um, where you know, there's a lot going on in his performance. Uh, just in general, he ha- he's a character who's very egotistical, very full of himself, very cocky, and you just it he he expresses it not merely in what he says but also in just how he carries himself uh but then on top of all of that the character does a comical and tragic amount of drugs there is one scene in particular that uh if you haven't seen the film you might actually still have heard of this scene it is the quaalude scene where the character has to get somewhere uh even though he is really high on quaaludes and so he has to he can't he can barely stand up and really actually can't stand up at all but he still needs to get to his car and so he has to drag himself down the stairs and up into a car and it is hilarious uh it's it's right up there with anything that Jim Carrey could do. So not only is it a physical performance, but it's a it's a comedic physical performance. Uh, and so when I looked at the Revenant, I thought, you know, uh, this is just this is the dramatic side of what I saw DiCaprio do in The Wolf of Wall Street. So uh, the film is uh, great in a lot of in in number of senses. Um, it feels like uh, Scorsese at his best. And it's interesting to me that after a movie like Hugo in 2011, which while still very visually interesting, uh, seems like a much more cooled down, uh, you know, uh, smoothed off um, Scorsese. And so for him to come roaring back to the Scorsese of, you know, Goodfellas and Raging Bull and that sort of thing with The Wolf of Wall Street, a film that is on top of everything else, it is three hours long. And so this is three hours of deeply unpleasant characters doing ridiculous things that all of us would condemn. Um, And yet it's so watchable, not merely because of the performances, but also just it's very sharply written. It's cut together very well. It's just that standard Martin Scorsese style where you just can't help but just be engaged that everything on the screen is so vibrant even when we don't want it to be um 
And so uh, among the other performances, I should say that, uh, so DiCaprio was nominated for Best Actor, and Jonah Hill was nominated for uh, Supporting Actor, Then uh, that is that would be his second nomination for Supporting Actor, the first being for Moneyball, and the performances couldn't be more different. Uh, it's It would be easy to think of Jonah Hill as somebody that could be uh, potentially... Uh, intimidated by working with somebody like Leonardo DiCaprio, but he, you know, he held his own with Brad Pitt. He holds his own with DiCaprio. Uh, he is just a force of nature. Uh, he, he is a character that could actually be the one person that is worse than DiCaprio's character, but he is also hilarious and he the character is also kind of stupid and there might be something mentally wrong with him on top of everything else uh but the two of them together are uh, a hilarious comedy team so uh it's a film that it also just features all manner of debauchery drugs sex uh violence uh but on but it would be, and there are a number of people that actually watch this film and feel like it's a film that condones the behavior of these characters. Uh, I do not agree. I did an episode about more than one uh, of more than one lesson about this film, and uh, there are moments when uh, the character, uh, the DiCaprio character, just kind of just goes off the deep end and does some very extreme things. And in those moments, you see who he really is. Yes, underneath the charm and underneath the goofiness uh, and the bravado, uh, there really is a monster, a selfish monster. And so that is what the film is about. And it's it was made very much in the spirit of something like The Big Short, where it shows insanely rich people doing terrible things and not necessarily getting off scot-free, but really not paying any kind of consequences. Certainly not, not the, the sort of consequences that the rest of us would pay. So it, it is a film that is frustrating while also being hilarious at the same time. So if you're a fan of Scorsese, if you're a fan of Jonah Hill, if you're a, fran a fan of Leonardo DiCaprio, uh, The Wolf of Wall Street is the movie to see. Um, it is available streaming right now, so check it out. And by the way, once again, it is long. It is three hours long, so set aside a good chunk of time to watch it, but you will be happy that you did. Thanks.